everybody. Welcome to the Pop Culture Continuing Bonus App. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And Bonus App. This week, we're doing Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott's Top 10 REM Songs. So, if you, uh, if you think that we would not take the opportunity just because our REM series has been over for a month Are or so. Here? A month or so. And... To, to hype ourselves with uh, our betters, you are wrong, and you should probably get yourself sterilized. Uh, by which I mean clean up, because I'm just assuming that most of our listeners are neurosurgeons. But we got... I'd, okay, here's the deal. I'd written to uh, Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott, hosts of You Talking You Too to Me, which we've done an episode on, um, whenever the hell it was, May or something, when we were thinking of doing our REM series, and uh, asked them if they wouldn't mind giving us their top ten REM songs. Since they were doing a somewhat similar show, uh, and by somewhat similar, I mean we totally ripped our idea off from them. And uh, I expected, you know, they would they'd write me a letter back or something with their top ten, but uh, I never got it. But on the latest episode of their podcast, they read my letter on air, which I was not expecting, and uh, they did give us their top ten songs. So, uh, we're... And, of course, John's skipping the best part of the story. John sent them the letter asked, and told them that we're doing a podcast about R.E.M., told them that he'd like to get their top ten list, but he wouldn't ask them to be on the show, and he failed to give the name of the show. And Scott Ocker and Adam Scott made fun of that fact, and they said, uh, you fucked up, bro. It's not that I failed to give them the name of the show. I outright refused to give them the name of the show. Yes, and then Scott Alkman mentioned that. So that was pretty fun. So you pretty much ruined our chances for ever being a popular podcast. I mean, aside from the fact that we're uninteresting, unfunny, and unfamous. I was going to say, but, I think I ruined our chances for that from the first episode of this thing. Uh, but we're very good looking. As far as our listeners know. Yep. So yeah, we we're... We're totally uh, whoring off their fame. Um, we'll, I'm sure we'll use their name in the episode title uh, to yes. squeeze to squeeze one more REM episode out. But which is exciting because I uh, be, before the episode I was re-listening to some REM and I kind of turned them off for a while because it was it, it was like a, a full month where that's all I listened to. I didn't listen to anything else, so it was time to turn it off for a while. But it was fun to go back in because it's just as awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, uh, so if you're... Do you want to talk about Scott's top 10 list first or Scott's top 10 list? I think we'll do Scott's first, but I, I do want to say that if you're if you're listening to this because you saw uh, their names and you're not aware of the you Talking You Two to Me podcast, you should turn this off and go listen to that. But if they saw their names and wanted to listen to this podcast, wouldn't they, if they their names made them want to listen to a podcast, wouldn't they have already known to listen to their podcast? I don't know how dumb our listeners are. I mean, well, I think you do. If they're listening to us, they're pretty stupid. Yeah, I, I assume they're stupid. I'm just like the range. But we love them. We love them. I kind of, I'm kind of indifferent towards them. Um, I yeah, I don't really care. Watch, especially you. But so whoever heard that, that just made their day. Because they're so dumb. But I spelled you with just the letter U too. You too? 
I, yeah, I just don't know the range of their of their stupidity. I mean, I don't know if our listeners are in, you know, like at around 90, 95 IQ points or uh, if they're all the way down to 30. So with IQ points, the best you can possibly get is 100, right? 100 is the best, like in, like in anything. 100, 100 is the top. Right, okay. Um, yeah, but, but you know, there, there might be some who are who are really down there and are, are basically uh, trees as far as their their level of sentience goes. Um, so so for them, I'm, I'm telling them you should you should stop listening to us. I mean you should stop listening to us in any case. Uh, but you should definitely stop listening to us and go listen to the you talking you two to me podcast. And uh, if if Scott or Scott are listening to this, first of all, um, I don't know why you're not having your manservant read it to you. And let's a... let's not pretend that they're listening to this. I don't I don't want to be in cloud. I know you're on heavy narcotics, but I I don't I don't I can't play this game. I am heavily narcotized. Oh, well, I was just going to say that they should have their manservants read the transcript of it. Uh, in a well, you know, I think that most famous people who listen to podcasts, which is all of them, they don't actually listen to the podcast. They have their manservants play out the parts. Yeah, in in an indeterminate uh, foreign comical accent, right? That uh, would all you, manservants have. Would you be a manservant if given the choice of being a manservant? And if so, who would you be a manservant for? If if anybody would have me, I would definitely be a manservant because it would be a step up in my career. Would uh, you uh, request to be paid for the manservant? Of course service? not. Okay, that's that's not how manservanting works. I realize that, but I, I know that sometimes you're quite an iconoclast. I would I would probably request to be a manservant to uh, Sylvester Stallone just because I feel like there would be a lot of work uh, cleaning up after him after his meals. So you enjoy cleaning up after people, after, or do you like the fact that since you're not getting paid and you'll have to eat, you can eat his, his like the stuff that didn't go down his gullet? I, th- I think you answered your own question. Uh, I did. Wait, David Hasselhoff. I would manservant to David, David Hasselhoff. Uh, David Hasselhoff, if, you, if your manservant is uh, reading you the transcript of this right now, fire him. Um, I can do funny comical accents as well. But here's the thing with David Hasselhoff's manservant. He does a, a funny, comical American accent since he is from Bolivia. I would have thought Germany, where David well, Hasselhoff... Well, Hasselhoff is huge in Bolivia as well. Oh, I didn't know. It's not on Wikipedia. No, it, not anymore. I deleted it. In any case, uh, we are going to read their top ten lists because we, we did our own uh, top ten list of all the guests who were on the show... But because they're celebrities, uh, their top ten lists count ten times more than ours. Right. So this will this will skew the results of the the top REM songs, uh, because we as as uh, stupid idiots, we gain our wisdom through you know a lot of hard knocks and just doing the same dumb things over and over. But as celebrities, they gain their wisdom from attending uh, swanky Hollywood parties, swag bags, swag bags, of course. And from their manservants whispering sweet nothings in their ear. While they sleep. The the celebrities, not the manservants. Manservants don't sleep. I, I can't, do you not go to Wiki and look up manservant. I think you're getting a lot of facts wrong. So when you heard about you two giving out a 
their latest album for free over the iOS or iTunes or whatever whatever happened, what's the first thing you thought of? The first thing I thought was, that's a cool fucking move. And apparently I'm the only one on the internet who thought that because everybody is bitching about it. To You're calling point, it, yeah. Yeah, that I find absurd. Um, so that was initially my first thought was like, that is so awesome. And I and I contacted some people who are like Art U2 and told them because they might not be, you know, paying attention to that stuff. And then after that, I immediately went to the You Talking U2 to Me website to see what the status of the next episode would be because that was really what i was most interested in to see when they were going to have an episode and i was a little shocked how quickly they had it but they were already planning i didn't know about the rumors that there was going to be something youtube related to the iphone so i guess they knew about something already so they had already been planning on uh recording the episode yeah it's funny as soon as i heard too i went to a uh, a friend at work and told her i was like oh you know there's gonna be a new you talking you two to me podcast now uh, because the album's out, or you know, I hoped. Right, right. Um, she's a fan of you talking you two to me too. Also, I, I didn't just go up to some random person I work with and tell them that. When I talk about random per- persons, I call them randos. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. I call them BFFs. Maybe, maybe I should change my terminology. It's a little creepy. Uh, yeah. Well, let's go with Scott's pick. Is this? Is this? What? This random person you told a fan of our show as well? Uh, oh, I would doubt it. Oh, she's dead to me. Or he. Since I said she, I, you're safe with going with she. Or gender neutral. But, Would uh, be... God damn it. Yeah, I say we go with... with... No, no. God damn it. I say we go with Scott's list first. I agree. I, yeah. We should start with Scott. Or how about we start with the person who has A initial? Okay. So Adam Scott's list of top 10 REM songs. Um, Got quite a few that were not picked when we did our favorites. So that's kind of cool. Number one, uh, in no particular order, he... Although he did number them. He did did number them, but I think he comes from fine German stock and they... You know, they're very into bookkeeping. Um, it's a point of pride among their people. Number one... Did he name this one number one, or was, are you just giving it a number? Because he had one that was number ten that he started with. I was actually having a mini epileptic fit, and, and that's what I do. Instead of saying number nine like John Lennon did when he had his epileptic fits, I'd say number one. Okay. Continue. Life and How to Live It, off of Fables of the Reconstruction. Uh, uh, Reconstruction. One of my one of my favorite songs on that album too. Uh, I like that album a lot more than you did. Um, mm-hmm. But so I like quite a few songs from it. But yeah, this is this is up there. And later in their career, they started playing this one live a lot more often. Um, so it was. It was one of those that they kind of rediscovered, too, and, and were like... Or, you know, maybe it was just uh, really easy to play on drums, and the drummer was like, fucking throw me a bone. <laughs> but a great one. So you re-listened to this. I'm uh, more familiar with it. But you re listen to this for this podcast, and 
did you enjoy it on rehearing it? Yeah, yeah, I, I pretty much enjoy his, his entire list. So yes, I did enjoy it. All right, then I guess I don't have to ask you anymore. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. You can keep asking, because I might change my answer. So Life and How to Live It, uh, basically indecipherable lyrics on this. Uh, something about his pockets are out and running about um, talking to the Heath. I don't know. Uh, who the hell knows? <laughs> I don't think Michael Stipe will tell you. <clears throat> Michael Stipe doesn't know. The the uh, One of the highlights, uh, I think the one that was picked most from this album uh, when we did our thing was probably Driver 8. Um, in fact, most certainly it was Driver 8. And that's probably the song from that album I would pick. Yeah, well, Driver 8 and Can't Get There From Here, both. The the two singles, well, there were they actually released Wendell G as a single, uh, which went nowhere, and nobody remembers that it was a single. But So there were three singles released from the album. But yeah, the two big singles are, were the most picked on ours. But I prefer this definitely to uh, Can't Get There From Here. And instead of yapping about it endlessly, since we have uh, 20 songs to go through, let's just play people a bit of Life and How to Live It. Here you go. song that will tell you how to live your life if you can decipher the lyrics which you can't no one ever ever can no one's tried look at the internet it's empty when you type in life and how to live it uh i mean except except for of course uh the great martin short's reflections on his blog martin short that's the sctv guy right he's from arrested development oh is he Oh, I, I, I was thinking actually of Billy Barty. I just assumed his last name was Short. Yes, Martin Short is from those things that you just said. With your what words. I am shocked about is I was listening to Mitch Hurwitz. I think it was it was an interview with Chris Hardwick on Nerdist, and he was talking about how much he loved that episode. And I and I have to be honest, when I first watched, I hated it. On rewatching it, I liked it a lot more. And but he was just he was just like he was so happy that Martin Short would be on the show and and he was really disappointed about the fans' reaction to that episode. It's it's, it's kind of funny the differences between like the creators. Sometimes the creators of great stuff have much different tastes than the people who love their stuff. Oh yeah, we interesting. I think we've even talked about it on one of the previous REM episodes where where bands will play a song live. You know, like Ugh, why, right, why do right. you play that yeah. every single goddamn time? But who knows? It, it either is, you know, nostalgia for them or it meant something to them when they were creating it that doesn't come across to the listener or viewer. But yeah, I remember uh, 
uh, kind of abhorring that Martin Short episode of Rest of Development too. Uh, and I, I think ha- if I haven't figure. rewatched it because when I went back to rewatch Rest of Development, I purposely skipped that episode. So you should if, if you ever do another rewatch, which maybe when the movie comes out. Or if, I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know how it's going to work. If they're going to do a movie or a second season and you want to rewatch, you should give it another chance. It's funnier. But uh, and on the other hand, it's kind of funny in that Frasier sort of... They're kind of Part of it's making fun of the Frasier sort of storyline with the two love affairs going on at the same time and misunderstandings. But anyway, it's pretty funny. All right. Well, we should just... I mean, are there any other podcasts you want to quote from while we're doing this? It seems to be the theme of this show. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry to bring up a conversation with you, Chris Hardwick. If you're listening, um, maybe you you need to have a little talk with Jenny McCarthy, um, if you can possibly get her to shut her dumb mouth about everything. Thanks. Thank you. I, I'm, you know, I I tend to think that Scott and Scott are listening to this because if I know celebrities, and I you know, do, I do. I know that they Google themselves. Hourly. Well, well, you have to. You have to keep up on what people are saying about you. Otherwise, your career is going to go into ruins. Look at what happened to uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, not to he mention did. Martha Ray. Well, no, Billy Bob Thornton did do it. And so that's why he's doing so well. Martha Ray didn't do it, and she's dead. Oh, right. Yes, I misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. It, and she had dentures. She, God, she For was, God's sake. She died with dentures in her mouth or right. in a glass next to her bed. I don't know when she died. Well, uh, I don't even know if she's dead. But I think she's probably been dead for a long time. At least since the uh, 1960s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they had the animatronic Martha Ray who was all over the place in the 90s. Yeah, who married that uh, that really young dude who was not at all trying to uh, get at her money, but loved her for who she was, a... I wish you'd use his uh, real name, Mark Harris. Intelligence robot. A great man. A great man. R.I.P. Mark Harris. But yeah, they they you know they Google themselves and uh, and once they get to like the hundred and twelfth page of Google, they will no doubt come across this podcast episode. Right. So. And they'll listen. Well. And as when I say listen, they'll have their manservants read the transcript to them in uh, ridiculous accents, which you for the rest of the episode will do. While the, while they eat bananas. Oh, now now I'm well. Yeah, we'll get to it. I'll I'll do maybe I'll throw in a Michael Stipe impression at some point. Um, which the fans love. The fan. Well, I think you're. I think you're putting the the uh, cart before the chicken again, but we'll see. Well, that, I don't know. I have a room full of fans because it gets hot in here, and when I when you and do they, them, those, your they, fans they all are capable smile. of love. Oh, yes. Right. Well, as most inanimate articles are, right, computer? Don't you love me? <clears throat> Half a world away is number two. Yay. Big. Which was one of the one of our our uh, group's favorites as well. So I think uh, how many they got two votes, half a world away. Uh, let's see, me. I know one of them was me, and the second was Kristen. Yeah. So and that was one that we played also on our. That was my pick on our out of time episode. 
Half a World Away, great song. Uh, we're not going to play it because we've already played it. A million times. We've had uh, so many complaints. So, but, but yeah, REM said don't play too much of our stuff, but the amount you played is perfect. Just don't play Half a World Away again. And But if you'd like to hear it, you can find the out-time episode and listen to it. You can, or you could just listen to the song, which will be about an hour and a half shorter. Right, but why would you do that when you can find the out-of-time episode and listen to it? I mean, you could, but I, I really, I mean, at this point, I'm kind of feeling like having a manservant read the transcription is really the way to go with this podcast. And, and, and Well, I, not everyone gets manservants, don't I know, forget. No, it's, it's a shame that, uh, it's a shame that the, the, the 99% continues to handicap themselves so I mean, at least, at least 75% of our fans, who I adore, even if they, they might be not smart, don't have man- manservants. Yeah, it's 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 a sad state Oh, wait, did I affairs. call them fans? I'm sorry, I meant to say listeners. We don't have any fans. Except for the smiling ones in your apartment. Uh, right, those are my fans. Let's be clear. Don't Please don't try to take credit for my fans. As, as a co-owner of this podcast, I feel I'm in, somewhat entitled to claim some of your fans. Who's the other owner? Oh, uh, Willie Stargell? Dead. Well, and yet he still owns more of it than you do. It's, it's kind of it's interesting that they're in, in the course of this podcast, which has been running for almost one year now, there's been a total of one sports reference, and it's been made by none other than our biggest sports fan, John Elliott. I have no idea who Willie Stargell is. He's a sportster. A Pittsburgh sportster, in fact, and wore a funny hat. When you say sports star, you mean he was on the cover of the Huey Lewis album? I assume. I thought everyone on the cover of the Huey Lewis album was assassinated, aside from Huey Lewis. Well, he, you just have said we talked about that? Dead. Have we ever talked about that article that retards love Huey Lewis? Wait, that what love Huey Lewis? I'm sorry. Retards love Huey Lewis. Uh, I'm not not sure about your your nomenclature. I'm sorry. That's Try not again. Mine. It's not mine. That's the name of the article. It's it is really touching. It's written by this. I don't remember if it's a man or a woman, but a person. Oh, I, I do know that story. Yes, I do. Special needs special needs people, and he said that they have a, a really nice connection with Huey Lewis. They want to go anytime he plays, and he is really really nice to them and it's an awesome article and it paint it couldn't there couldn't be he couldn't be painted in a better light so any if anytime anyone ever says anything bad about Huey Lewis I will call him an asshole because they're wrong yes no I, I I did know about that too I've got a, a friend who uh has a buddy I guess they call that that's like the term you know it's like a big brother big sister thing for people with special needs um mm-hmm. who was telling me about it because they like loved Huey Lewis for whatever reason and yeah, and it's they it's, love him. I'd... The article is interesting. He's like, it's it's not just this one group of people I work with. It's all groups. They all love Huey Lewis, and can't explain it. And it's a really interesting article. And you know what? I might be wrong about the name of the article, but I think someone quoted that as the name of the article to me. And I'm sorry if anyone's offended because it it's kind of a stupid thing to say. I hope, but anyway, yeah, I hope they misquoted it because that's yeah. I don't know. Oh well. Yeah. Who cares? Uh. I mean, I think I, we can all speculate as to why they this group of people loves Huey Lewis because of big old horse cock. They've got a sixth sense when it comes to that. You're thinking of Liam Neeson. 
Am I? Mm-hmm. Well, I think Liam Neeson as well. Taken. Um, you you see you see a lot of special needs people at Taken. Or maybe, oh no no you know maybe no, it's no. just Midwesterners. I'm you misunderstand of. me when I said you're thinking of Liam Neeson. I was saying he's the one that loves Huey Lewis because of the horse cock. I don't know. I don't know uh, anything about Liam Neeson's penis. And that will be the title of your autobiography. Not if I have anything to do with it. You won't. It'll be ghost written. Did you get that joke? That joke kind of it went in a circle because it you said it would be titled my autobiography, and then I said not if I have anything to do with it. See, I That's believe I was, was his next pick from Life's Rich Pageant, which we talked about on that show uh, because our guest April picked that as her song from the album. She's uh, just like Adam Scott. So we've yeah, April, you you are your generation's Adam Scott. And by the way, April, I have a bone to pick you with you. You dropped the ball with this whole you talking you two to me deal. You're supposed to be our PR agent and guru, and you somehow sent a letter to, to this popular podcast and refused to mention our name. So thank you very much, April, for ruining our podcast. April was not involved. Uh, had April been involved, we would now be uh, sitting on Scrooge McDuck money, I think, because... but. I don't well, it was know why. my understanding that all correspondence that you wrote first went through April's eyes. Because everything, every email I send, or a, a regular letter, I send to April first to get the okay. I went off the compound or off the reservation with this one, and uh, uh, okay, I blame her. So we, yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun to blame her, but mm-hmm. we can't do it. But thanks for bringing it up again. How I uh, did not mention the name of the podcast on the. Oh, I don't. I don't believe I brought that up. I brought the fact that April didn't mention the name of the podcast when she went through your letter. We will not be listening to I believe because we played it on that episode. Uh, but you can go listen to that episode, or if your IQ is in the '90s, you can just go listen to the song I believe. Or I I believe you should listen to the episode because we we talk that we talk was good about good I word play. Thank you. We did talk good about it. We talked muy, muy good. Um, next pick. Okay. I think Kristen also picked this song when she was on. I'm looking. Oh, but I, I only. Yeah, yep. I, think, I think so. Uh, yes, she did. That's her number four. Try Not to Breathe. An excellent song from Automatic for the People. A, an album loaded with great songs and also Everybody Hurts. Uh, Everybody Hurts was not an Adam pick. I'm saying it, it's an album loaded with great songs. But Everybody Hurts was a Kristen pick. Yeah, it was. So uh, she canceled herself out with that. You could have been your generation's Adam Scott, Kristen, but you had to go and and pick their most emo song. And as we know, Adam Scott abhors emotion. Is that the second time I said abhor on this show? I don't know, but every time you say it, I, I look around because I think there's some kind of wild pig in my room. And there is. A bore. Hey, don't insult me. You, you can insult in the, the listeners. We, Please don't insult me. I'm at least a tame pig. You're, you're right, and I apologize. Thank you. Add to list. That'll do, pig. That'll do. You, know, you could have just said that'll do. It would have been a subtle insult that I wouldn't have got because I've never seen the movie Babe starring James Cromwell of Archie Bunker fame. Yeah, Try Not to Breathe is a is a top shelf REM song in my opinion. 
I think it's hard to pick a song from Automatic for the people and and pick a bad one. Everybody hurts. Good one. Ignore land. Yeah, not not great. Not terrible. Not great. Uh, everybody hurts. Uh, pretty pretty stupid. Awesome. Oh shoot! I always try to to read your thoughts, and I always yeah, miss. You, you want to be one step ahead, and you end up two steps behind. In the curb. Well, why don't we play? I don't. I don't think we play. Try not to breathe on that episode. I don't think so either. So, because that was an episode with Peter. No, yeah, we didn't. Um, let's let's give a little listen to "Try Not to Breathe" by REM. I will try not to burn. I can hold these inside. I will hold my breath till all these shivers subside. Just look in my eyes. I will try not to worry. See things that you will never see Leave it to memory me I shudder to breathe I want you to remember I need something to fly pick you know he's see he's going off the reservation too a little bit ages of you a uh, b-side from dead letter office which i didn't re-listen to you so what is no i didn't listen to this what is it is it a it's not a cover no it's, it's one of it's just a song that they didn't put on a main just album a song they're like this is a real piece of shit let's uh <laughs> let's not put it on a proper album uh, we'll we'll relegate it to uh, it was yeah it was it was a B side of Wendell G the aforementioned uh, third single from Fables of the Reconstruction so they're like let's put this on our worst single from this album and apparently it comes from another early REM song called Burning Down Burning Down also on Dead Letter Office when we got tired of Burning Down we kept the two pieces that we liked and rewrote the rest to come up with Ages of You. Wait, was it really from Bur- Burning Down Age? Well, I guess they're a, similar chords, but they were both the B-side of Wendell G. So uh, a, a R.E.M. really got one over on, on their listeners by putting the same song on the B-side twice. <laughs> so when we got tired of Burning Down, we kept the two pieces that we liked to rewrote, and rewrote the rest to come up with Ages of You. We got tired of that one also. That's Peter Buck. <laughs> He's funny. Oh, Peter. He's especially funny on airplanes. Mm. That um, is something. During our REM episodes, my brother said, "Are you going to talk about Peter Buck on the airplane?" I didn't know what he was talking about, so I looked it up, and I don't know what happened there. What what happened? I think he took uh, uh, some kind of sleep aid, and uh-huh. then, uh, maybe had a cocktail, as as rock stars are wont to do. And by cocktail, I mean a mix of speed and heroin. And 
and kind of lost his shit a little bit. We've all been there. It's just not, we don't get it that highly publicized because we're not famous. But uh, uh, who among us hasn't taken a swing at a, at a flight attendant? The, the write-up on Wikipedia includes shoving a CD into a drinks trolley, trolley thinking it was a CD player, turning up the yellow, tearing up the yellow card, warning notice handed to him by the flight crew, he claiming I am R-E-M and being involved in a struggle over a yogurt cup with two stewards. To be fair, uh, he thought he thought he was in a soccer match, and he thought the yellow card was completely unfounded. But really, the the, the worst part of the behavior was screaming "I am REM" when he really is not REM; he is a part of REM. Well, I mean, maybe it's possible. If he would have said "I am you too," yeah, you could have given him a pass. On that. right, exactly, because he is you too, partly. He. he He's completely U2, but he is only part of R.E.M., uh, much like Willie Stargell is only part owner of this podcast. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I also tend to think that, like, trying to put the CD player into the tray. What was it? A drink tray? Is that what you said? Drink trolley. Drink trolley. Uh, I think that was just his comment on on the state of the music business and, and you know, MP3s taking over and everything. I, th- I think that was a political statement that, we can't really hold against him. Toot, toot, toot goes the trolley. Ring, ring, ring goes the bell. One of R.E.M.'s greatest songs, but not one that uh, Adam Scott picked. So please no. stop singing it and let's try not to get sued again on this podcast. Well, <laughs> good luck getting money from Willie Stargell's estate. Ages of You, should we should we play it? I, I say we play a, all the songs we have not played on this podcast yet, uh, because we're we're dealing with the rich and famous, and we don't want to get on their bad side. Uh, because right. as we all, well, you don't know because you know nothing about manservants. But uh, manservants, one of their secondary duties is hitman for the famous person, so that if they ever feel aggrieved or or aggrieved, uh, they will send their manservant slash. Uh, hitman out to wait, take care of Wait, wait, those... wait. The guy from Guns N' Roses? What? The guy from Guns N' Roses. They're going to send him? Uh, James Taylor? Oh, I didn't know he was in Guns N' Roses. Later period, after Axel fired everybody. Oh, that's pretty good. How was he? Terrible. So better than he was in They the didn't 70s. let him use his angelic voice. It was just... He he played. So he had uh, to use a satanic voice. He used a satanic voice, and and weirdly they had him on congas. So not a not a smart move on Axl Rose's part. Um, Which is surprising because his career is filled with smart moves. For the most part, ages of you. Here you go, uh, Adam Scott's pick.
Mind the River was his next choice. Also from Automatic for the People. Uh, also not picked by anybody, I don't think, when we did our series. Um, weirdly, Adam Scott, fan of Automatic for the People, obviously, did not pick Night Swimming, the most chosen song, which both you and I picked as a, as a top 10 REM song. Yeah, I, I actually, what's even weirder is, I forget, there's an early R.E.M. album, one of the like the first three that he says is a perfect album, and he doesn't have many songs picked from that. He's more from Automatic for the People. I think, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't listening to Adam Scott when he, when he made this list, all that, all that carefully. I just was listening for names of songs and scribbling them down and just going, come on, get to it, motherfucker. Next. That's why. That's why you really should have a manservant read the transcript because you could have paused him by saying "pause, manservant," and he would have said in his funny Europe, uh, Eastern European accent, "Jolly good, sir." Yeah, I feel like I feel like if I were to say "pause" to my manservant, knowing the kind of manservant I get, uh, he'd he'd like try to scratch me, like pretend he was a dog or something, thinking that was funny because you know how foreigners are with their sense of humor. But that would be funny because I don't know if you realize this, but you just you you uh, displayed a wordplay, a pun. You made you said pause, but you meant p a u s e, and you pretended that your future manservant thought you said pause, as in p a w s, which is very very humorous. It was not my intent at all. I think I misunderstood your question. Find the river, uh, a nice song reminds me of the more. The more folky side of REM, mm-hmm. which I always like. A nice, a very good album ender. It's like the perfect song to end an album, and especially that album. Um, no, nobody picked it, but I think it's just, you know, it's the embarrassment of riches. Like, Yeah, I think Automatic for the People, it is hard to pick a, a great song off of that, because they're, they're all... Uh, removing the, the, the one song that causes debate, there's a lot of good songs on that album. There are, yeah, and I have no, I have no qualms with this pick. Actually, with his whole list, uh, there's one. Yeah. Well, uh, there's there's a couple that were surprising that they would make his top ten to me, but uh, oh, like what? Well, we'll get to them. Oh, it's not not none of the ones we've mentioned already. No. Even Ages of You as a uh, B-side rewrite uh, from was from IRS period, which I'm just kind of inclined to love everything they did back then. You know what I'm really surprised by? He gave us the top ten list, and he said, hold up. And, you know, what they do after you say that, we do it all the time. And then after everyone put it down, he said, I have another list. That was my top ten list of songs that were not on Around the Sun. And Around the Sun was so good, it's better than everything else I did. So all my ten real top ten picks are from Around the Sun. Yeah, it was bizarre. really was. And it was kind of neat that they knew our joke. But yeah, when you say uh, hold up, you, you're talking about holding a copy of the album up by REM. And by album, right. I mean CD. And by CD, I mean MP3. Uh, and by MP3, you mean your wang. That seems a little uncouth for this podcast, but all right. Well, oh, wang is the text- technical term for CDs. Right, so by, by, by album, I mean CD. By CD, I mean MP3, and by MP3, I mean CD. Right. And by CD, you mean MP3. And by MP3, you mean CD. So, find the river. Let's take a listen. 
ocean is a river's goal. Need to leave the water knows we're closer now than life years to go. I have got to find the river, Bergamot, better run. run I think this Kisa, podcast Kisa goes swimmingly. What did you say? Casey Kasem, RIP. Oh yeah, Casey Kasem. It's uh, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. I can't. I can't fake it. Uh, his next pick, untitled eleventh song from Green. A uh, couple people picked this one too. Yeah, that was a popular choice. Uh, I picked this one for the Green episode because I think it's the best song on Green, and uh, it's it's nice to know that I am backed up by the Glitterati. I think Kristen is Adam Scott, by the way. Do they have a lot of similar picks? She also picked Untitled, untitled, but she called it Untitled, as did Adam Scott. Well, maybe they didn't have the benefit of of boarding school like we did. And by boarding school, I mean public school. And by public school, I mean completely underfunded public school. And by completely underfunded public school... I mean, growing up on the streets. I was homeschooled by uh, local residents of my neighborhood. And uh, by local residents, I mean homeless people. And by homeless people, I mean my imaginary friends who didn't like me. Yeah, it's weird that you would pick imaginary friends that were, number one, homeless, and number two, didn't care for you so much. Yeah, they, they pretty much despised me. So I'd get answers wrong on this homeschooling, and he would... Beat the hell out of me. Luckily, it didn't hurt. Right. But well, sometimes a, med- a medical fo- metaphorical beating is the worst kind. Uh, yeah. In in almost every case, it is not. Let's be clear. But yes, the untitled 11th song from Green, which we will also not play because we played on that episode. Um, but, you know, if you want to hear it, you know what to do. Listen to the Green episode. And his next pick... Also, my pick, one of my picks. So maybe I'm Adam Scott. I don't think so, because you didn't pick it as your top ten. You just picked it to talk about on the episode. It's true. It was my pick from the document album, uh, Exhuming McCarthy. Uh, It was in my top 12. I had this one and Drive both hanging around uh, that I had to get rid of at the last minute. Uh, I went with Finest Work Song from Document for my top ten. But... Definitely a great song. and uh, Yeah, as, awesome song. As we talked about, uh, to great hilarity on that episode, uh, uh, nice to hear a song about uh, ventriloquist dummies and digging them up. All right, here's where we get to the the picks where I'm like, huh, interesting. Don't, yeah. Don't hate these songs, but interesting to make a top ten. Uh, Which is something I like about Adam Scott, that he... When he's talking about you too, he has no problem liking newer stuff. Like he likes the older stuff and he likes the newer stuff, which is neat. Yeah, no, well, the, we've talked, we did a whole episode on uh, you talking you two to me versus uh, comedy bang bang, I believe, right? And uh, and well, yeah, sorry to repeat ourselves. Well, to you, 
I'm I'm just giving context for the uh, manservants out there. By the so, way, are we so they can do an interpretive just, dance appropriately? Is this something you're recording? Or are we putting this up on online? Are we putting this up on? Oh, you mean the transcription? This pod, this is this a podcast or is this just a conversation? What uh, what's the difference anymore, man? This is this is the world we're living in. Everything's a podcast. Every conversation's a podcast. Uh, to the TSA. If at least, if you, if I, you know, what I'm, I'm trying to say, thanks, Hollow Obama. Man. Oh, sorry. Yes, thanks, Obama. Hollow Man from Accelerate, a uh, late period album, much mm-hmm. later than anybody on our list went. As it was, is it? I... Yeah, their second to last. Uh, latest anybody went, I think, was it Electrolyte? No, somebody picked uh, at My Most Beautiful. I think it was April um, from Up. Uh, or it could have been Amy. Yep, Amy. So, so yeah, very late in their in their nobody nobody picked a song from their very last album, Collapse Into Now, because I think it's a solid album, but nothing is standout great. It's, right, it's I I agree with that. Good, you know. Uh, although I will say that their last uh, single, "We All Go Back to Where We Belong." Could be a contender for for a top ten. Nobody picked it, but it's a strong it, song. Yeah. Um, I, th- I I'm just thinking back to that collapse into now episode, or I mean, just uh, listening to that and comparing it to the early stuff, and being so so happy that they ended on such a high note. Yeah, with some with some sketchy years there for for a bit, but those sketchy years named around the sun. They did, and I think I think I mean not to. We don't want to oversell Collapse in and Now. Like I said, it's a solid record. I don't think it's nobody's gonna. It's not gonna be anybody's favorite REM album. Um, but no, it, but it if, was if not an embarrassment. Band, if REM had never done anything else, and that was the only album they made, people would like it a lot. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, they could stand behind it, and they and they can still stand behind it. I think. It, yeah. I think it is maybe kind of more reviled than we thought, but I th- I think it's a good album. Oh, and, that's too bad. I didn't look up at the the critical thoughts on it and i guess i should have but that's so the rest of the world doesn't like it that much i I, that was the impression i got from reading about it a bit uh after we did the podcast but you know internet opinions um they're you know what they're like i don't don't know but but looking at the like actual published reports it got pretty good pretty good uh pitchfork gave it 6.8 out of 10 Spin gave it a eight out of ten. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B. So, yeah, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that, that's they, decent. Then nobody, nobody gave the the worst was Slant Magazine, which I've never heard of, and it's kind of an offensive name. I, I agree, Magazine. Mm-hmm. Use that terminology in this day and age. But uh, this song was not from Collapse Into Now. It was from the one previous, Accelerate, uh, which I think was was probably maybe overpraised at the time because it came out right after around the sun, uh, Adam Scott's favorite album, which, uh, mm-hmm. which was not the high point of their career. In fact, you might go so far as to say it was the low point of their career. I, I, I don't like to do that kind of thing. Uh, allow me to play devil's advocate and say it was the high point of their career. I would have to disagree with you, my good sir. Um, but I'm sorry, I was so playing far, Devil's Advocate. You cannot as, disagree with Devil's Advocate. Oh, Once someone is Devil's Advocate, didn't he know, wins the argument. I didn't know the rules. Oh, damn, i got to play Devil's Advocate more. 
Well, you allowed me to. I asked you if you allowed me, and you said nothing. That's a tacit agreement. That's the thing with, with Viv. I need to ask her permission to play devil's advocate, and then I'll start winning arguments. Hollow Man from Accelerate. Yeah, uh, funnily enough, to my ears anyway, this is a very U2-ish song, like later period U2-ish sounding. It's got that that kind of big chorus, you know, big wrap its arms around you kind of chorus, um, starting from a more a more subdued place and 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 building to that. Um, so it's not actually it's not that surprising that he would like it, knowing what a U2 fan he is. Um, did you re-listen to this one? Just the beginning. I didn't. I didn't get a, a good. You didn't uh, get to the read on it. Well, Sorry. Thanks for shitting all over everything I just said with your actions, Pat. Are you saying I actually literally shit on what you just said? Because you uh, said by my actions. I think I was clear in what I said. I think the listeners all know what I said. So, well, maybe not, not. all of them. Yeah, they're dumb. Sorry, they Amy. Forgetting. Let's listen. Let's take a listen to uh, Adam Scott's pick, Hollow Man. Here you go. I emptied out the room, 30 seconds left. I can't believe you held your ground. Believe in me, believe in nothing. Corner me, make me something. I become the hollow man, have I become the hollow did take a long time to get through 10 songs. Well, maybe she would shut the fuck up every now and then. You know, it, it'd be more proper for you to say STFU. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing with that as a as an acronym, you know, as a shortening of the it's the exact same amount of syllables. So a syllable? What is that? It you never saw that movie, with Sally Field? No. Is that um, something is it related to the Flying Nun? Everything Sally Field did is a sequel to The Flying Nun. I think we've discussed this. Um, the, finally, he picks another late period one, and uh, and an obscure one. I mean, obscure as far as not getting any radio player being a single or anything, total album track, although I guess Hollow Man was as well. Uh, well, did anything from Up get radio play? I, I feel like I remember when Day Sleeper came out, the single, because that was the first thing I had heard off of it, and I was like, Oh, this sounds like old REM. It's cool. So, um, oh right, yeah. In fact, I'm looking it up now. So, Day Sleeper went to number 57 on the U.S. charts. Uh, 
and that was it. But, hold on, I'm also looking. Hollow Man, uh, much to my chagrin, was also a single, so I was wrong about that being an album track. And uh, I guess I'll have to have <sighs> Pat's homeschoolers come teach me the error of my ways. Well, they're not going to do a good job because they like you. Oh, it's so strange, the the psychology you've given these people. Um, and by people, I mean the exact opposite of people, things which do not exist, nor do they have sentience. Uh, yeah, so Diminished from Up, which I had to re-listen to again. Um, Up is a very long album with a lot of songs that I was not super up on if you follow me i kind of get that that joke with uh so i i had to re-listen to remind myself of this song and it's actually a really good song it's got it's mellow kind of uh another like 60s ish maybe a bit of spy movie music undertones to it it's true it's neat yeah um a nice song that i wouldn't have i wouldn't have thought of but uh it's it's actually a, a good choice, I think. Uh, very pleasant, so let's play a bit of Diminished for you here. There you go. I watched you fall I think I pushed Maybe I'm crazy, maybe diminished, maybe I'm Maybe I'm finished, maybe I blacked out How do I play this? I will give my best today I will give myself away I have never heard anything It's the joy got through the first half of the episode uh and it's been quite stunning i think i think so too and now we get to the the the, the other the other scott yeah but before we do that uh let's take a quick break shall we shall we yes i thought you were asking the listener to, to talk all right to stop talking here we'll be right back i'm taking a break Come on aboard, I promise you we won't hurt the horse. We treat him well, we feed him well. There's lots of room for you on the bandwagon. We're back. So we continue with this uh, this episode where we basically are whoring ourselves out because we're so excited by the fact that 
some celebrities responded to our our task. Right. They they came up with top ten lists and they they were begging 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 the letter writer to mention the name of his podcast, but unfortunately, he failed to. And I won't mention it on this episode either. Nor will I uh, put the title when I put this episode up. Uh, you won't you won't put the title of the podcast. Nope. It's just going to so, be a big blank. So good luck finding it. Everybody. The name of the podcast that we're doing right now. Oh, but you're just going to edit in GarageBand. Yep. Well, just in case you don't remember how to do that, the name of this podcast that you and I are on is. All right. Uh, Scott Ackerman's pick. Now, th- this is a list that. Scott Ackerman is, is, is on Parks and Recreation. Uh, just to give some context to people who don't know these guys, Adam Scott has a podcast called Comedy Bang Bang and he used to be on uh, Mr. Show. Yeah. I guess he was the one who was a writer for Mr. Show. And Scott Ackerman plays Amy, Amy Poehler's uh, yeah, he father plays, or something he, like that. Yes, in Parks no, and no, Scott Ackerman plays Amy Poehler on Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she can't, come on. Amy Poehler, she can't do be doing her own acting work at this point in her career. Right. She's not even, I mean, she's, she's working so hard on that other show that, that aired during the summer on NBC that she can't do acting at all. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Somalia. Check it out. NBC. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know what that is. We, That's the, the pigeon calling. It's a meeting, right? Of oh, the uh, penguin. Oh, the NBC pigeon. No, no. Pen, pigeon, yeah. Yeah. The... Scott Ackerman's list, so I had to do a lot of work decoding this one, because if you, when you hear it, you think that's pretty straightforward, but uh, when you're when you're someone at my level of intelligence, you naturally realize that it's a coded message, and you need to read between the lines of it, which I did. On the range, on the IQ range, how much higher is your level of intelligence than mine, just so I know how high I'm looking up? I mean, I don't want to brag, but I... I would like to say I'm probably about at 100. Okay. That sounds like very high. That sounds like as high as you can get. And Where I would, would say I be? You're probably... Don't take offense. You're probably, I will not take any fences because I don't believe fences make good neighbors. You're probably 99.99999 to infinity uh, uh, IQ points. So wait, that seems quite high. I don't feel like well, I'm I mean up. that's what somebody with 99 IQ might see it as but yeah. Um well my britches are quite big. I'm not familiar with that word. I did not grow up in Oklahoma. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I was I was just just for a moment I was pretending to be misogynistic. I I I'm lost now. But Scott Ackerman, okay. Scott Ackerman's top ten list of REM songs. Uh, you decoded. Which I decoded. Uh, did you do this yourself, or did you have a team of other hundreds help you? Of, uh, you mean of other hundred IQs? Right, I thought you guys just called each other the hundreds. No, we we call each other the 1%. If you'd ever watch the news, you would know that that's what that referred to. Oh, wait a minute. That's how you say that? The, how How are you saying it? I always thought it was new S, and they're just giving different S words. I was like, well, I know a lot of S words. Having a 99.9999 to infinity percent 
IQ. I know most of the S words. I don't need to watch the new S to figure new ones out. But it's pronounced news. Huh. Carry on. I, I mean, I feel kind of bad for you because you're showing up your, your woeful IQ score with, with these things you keep saying. But, you know, it, it takes all kinds. Some, somebody's got to clean up my poop at the end of the day. I understand. We, we need everybody in this society. Um, yeah, Scott Ackerman's top ten list. Uh, slots one through ten, in a bold move, he, he gave to shiny happy people. Maybe, maybe not surprising when, as we all know, if we've listened to his podcast, uh, his favorite song of all time is Bat Dance by Prince. So a lot of similarities between these two songs. Um, both are obviously uh, artists working at the height of their powers. And both were about Batman. But... Because Batman is, of all the comic book superheroes, he's the shiniest, happiest person of all of them. Please. Save none. For the love of God, stop talking. He also mentioned that he would probably, I, I think as an aside, he said, oh, they'd probably all be from Murmur. So, there's a clue uh, that some of us caught on to. So, looking at that, you see that Shiny Happy People is the sixth song on... Well, I'm, first of all, let's just say Shiny Happy People is his number one pick. So, that that's one slot taken. Okay. Uh, but it that is, means there's nine left. There, if I'm not mistaken. It is the sixth song. Ten minus one equals nine. Going back to Murmur, if we look there at the sixth song. It, and, might I add, Scott Ackerman and I are the same age. So that helped a bit in the decoding as well. It wasn't just all my intelligence. Yes, 28. 28. We're, we are okay. 28. Human years? It's, dog and human years are the same. That's, that's a lie. Uh, that's a lie that we use to just kind of make the 99% feel smarter. But dogs and humans, it's an exact equivalence. Um, sixth song on Murmur is Perfect Circle. So, uh, okay. by the transitive power, or property, as some people say... Uh, Mostly 99%ers. Perfect Circle is his number two pick. Okay, that which makes was sense. also a pick of mine, which is why I brought up the, uh, us being the same age, and which also uh, vaults one of my picks higher up on the list due to it being ten times. So we've got shiny happy people, perfect circle. Now another one of my picks off Murmur that nobody else picked for some weird reason was sitting still, despite it being one of their most excellent songs. So his number three pick is therefore sitting still. Also I, I I just want to stop you for a moment. It doesn't it doesn't sound to me like you're you are giving us uh, uh Parks and Rec Scott Ackerman's top ten. It sounds to me like you're giving your top ten and saying this is what he would say. It may it may sound that way to to those of of how should I say lower breeding, those of us who are possibly homeschooled by the homeless. But there is method to my madness. Okay, and, I will. I will. I. Uh, I'll allow it. So, so now we have 
Number one, shiny happy people. Number two, perfect circle. Number three, the great sitting still, uh, which maybe can only be appreciated by the the one hundreds, or the one percent. Uh, would you would you like to be called the Hundies? Number four. Follow me if you can. Okay, so we went from Perfect Circle. We got the Perfect Circle, so it's a sixth song on Murmur. And and, and um, Shiny Happy People was a sixth song on Out of Time. Yes, that right? that's correct. So, that's, so from Perfect Circle, you went to Sitting Still because you and Scott Alkerman are the same age, 28. So correct. that's how we got to Sitting Still. And so from Sitting Still, we are going to... All right, follow me here. Okay, where are we going? Shiny Happy People, right? Okay, we're starts, going back to Shiny Happy People. It, no, it starts with a shh. 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 Okay. What song starts so, with a shh on Murmur? Okay. Could oh, it uh, be we walk. We Shaking... Walk. No, it's Shaking Through. Shaking, oh, shaking Through. through. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So, that makes sense. Yeah, so we've got our number four, Shaking Through. Okay. Now, from there, he said... He did say they'd probably all be from Murmur. But knowing... Knowing how people my age uh, conflate their certain years of their youth, we're going to assume he also meant Reckoning. Now, which came okay. out but a year later. Okay, so he's, he thought they were the same album. You're calling, you're calling him an idiot. No, no, no. No, it happens to all of us as we age. Okay. Right? Like, like to me, Paul McCartney and John Lennon are the same person. They just are. But one's dead. Right or is one alive? Oh, I now I see. It's like it's like the cat. Yeah, you know, like back in the sixties, it was like Paul is dead. Mm-hmm. But like then the John cat. was dead, and now Paul's alive. It's yeah. So, going with this logic. Okay, that's the, it's airtight. The sixth song on Reckoning is Second Guessing. Nobody picks Second Guessing either. You know, he's he's a bit of an iconoclast. I think he likes to go against the grain. And so he, he obviously he listened to the episode where we picked them, so he knew what what was what. So he would pick second guessing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, now you're just embarrassing yourself trying to explain what I've already explained. So now we've got. Shiny you have ha- to remember, not all of our listeners are hundies. There's lots lots that are ninety nine 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 point nine 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 percent, and there's some that are probably ninety nine 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 eight maybe. Well, you have to remember, we don't call ourselves hundies. Maybe you guys call us that. We call ourselves the one percenters or the wumpers. So we've got shiny, happy people. Perfect circle. Sitting still. Shaking through. And second guessing. We're halfway through his list. Wow. That's five songs. So there's only five left. Now we, we take a real big... All right, this is a hard one to follow. But... The others have been really clear. And I, I, I know. Once you say them, it's like, well, obviously. So I, I look forward to the, a difficult one to follow. This one's a little, yeah, a little more complicated. Um, he did remember that Shiny Happy People was on Out of Time. And it's okay. the first song on the second side, Memory Side. Second, The second side of CDs are the Memory Side? Uh, the second side of this REM CD is, because they're whimsical. Oh, okay. Much like your beloved Wes Anderson. Um, I've, I've, I've come to understand you have turned the corner and like him now you have come to understand incorrectly the but what's the other what's the flip side of memory 
time. And if you look at the out of time track listing, side one is called the time side. Now, the first song on the time side is radio song. Bam! Number six. Wait, wait. I would like to stop you right there. Please it was a, go ahead and be my beloved guest. It was, it was, wait, how am I your guest? Anyway, Radio Song is agreed by everyone to be a not, not so good. And Scott Ackerman is agreed by everyone to be so, so good. So how could he possibly have a not so good song on his top 10 list? But that's the thing. If, if you actually were a fan and listened to Scott Ackerman, Okay. You would know that he oftentimes enjoys a good rap now and then. Generally, beginning with, my name is Scott and I'm here to say it's fun to rap in an R.E.M. way. And oh. if you'll notice, if you'll, you'll call your attention to Exhibit X, Radio Song features KRS-One, or as we one percenters call him, Kerson, who is a rapper. Therefore, i.e., ergo, his number six song is Radio Song. Does this mean, therefore, that Scott Aukerman also doesn't care about the people who uh, suffered due to 9-11? I think it's pretty self-evident. But if you want, if you got to try to make us uh, one purrs look bad... Please, feel free to bring it up again. All right. Shiny Happy People. It sounds very 60s-ish, right? Kind yes. of 60s pop? Yes. You might be shocked to learn they did a cover of a 60s pop song on their album Life's Rich Pageant. I am shocked to learn that. That song, as we all know, was called Cuyahoga. Now... Cuyahoga, oh, wait, I'm sorry, it wasn't called Cuyahoga, it was called Superman. Well, Cuyahoga I, I, was his name on Jor-El, his home planet, which is why, wow, I, hence I, the confusion. I was, yeah, I was a little confused about that. So Superman, but I was letting, I was giving you your 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 Hyundai leeway. Yeah, as, I did. I, I'm used to the Hyundais are usually going to get to the right place eventually. Right, the deductive reasoning had to kick in. It took a, a bit there. Uh, have I mentioned that I'm high as a kite on painkillers? Uh, well, what's your excuse? Therefore, Superman. Well, you're Super- you're you're a 99 percenter. I think that's all uh, the only excuse you need. Um, Superman is number seven. Seven songs down, three to go. On Scott Aukerman of Parks and Recreation fame, list. So, knowing that Shiny Happy People and Bat Dance are among his favorite songs, this necessarily leads us to the most Bat Dance slash Shiny Happy People album of their career, Around the sun. Now wait a minute. This is not making a lot of sense to me because around the sun, as as you said, was their low period. So how could that possibly be something Scott Aukerman would pick from? Well, you've heard "Shiny Happy People," correct? What a wonderful song! You've heard, especially with the Muppets. 
You've heard Bat Dance, correct? What a wonderful song, especially with the Muppets. So what song combines both those elements perfectly, but The Outsiders featuring Q-Tip, another rapper? I really think you're giving... You're you're doing a disservice to Scott Ackerman's memory, R.I.P. Because I don't think that this would be his favorite song. Well... You you're not skilled in the art of Sherlock's Holmesishness, um, and you never will be, because you're stalled at that ninety nine point nine 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 to infinity. But were you to combine, which I have in GarageBand myself, Bat Dance and Shiny Happy People, play them over each other, it is actually The Outsiders played backwards. Me- Oh, okay. Well, may I ask you a question? No. Okay. Number nine. And I'm not having a John Lennon stroke. I think we. it is safe to assume that number nine is finest work song from Document. Number ten. Wait, wait a minute. Things are going too fast. I uh, this is this is the been, speed of my world, Pat. I'm there's sorry. There's been no explanation of how you got from around the sun to finest work song. I I just don't even think it's worth explaining. I I oh my god, it's it's like trying to explain special relativity to a dog. If I have to do I, it, I have to mention that again, finest work song was on your top ten list. Perhaps. So I'm thinking. That you are taking the worst REM songs and the best REM songs and putting them to, into one list. And all this logic, which, well, I have to admit, is mostly airtight. So I, I can't argue that much against it. But um, it's a little bit fishy. But go ahead, please. Do not let me interrupt you. The final pick from Mr. Even Scott. though I want to interrupt you. But uh, please do not let me. Er, men. Conflating Murmur and Reckoning once again, as we oldies are wont to do. Uh, And, as I said, he transposed in his mind the time and memory side, which is how we got uh, Radio Song. Well, similarly with Second Guessing and Harbor Coat, his tenth pick. So you get this. So it's like it's like so many mix-ups. It's like so many left turns, it's a right turn, right? You go you go six song back in time, forward in time, the first song, back in time again, and it's the only logical conclusion. His 10th pick is Harbor Coat from Reckoning. John, Harbor Coat was also on your top 10 list. I don't recall what my top 10 list was. I'm just trying to lay out the facts from the admittedly scanty clues he left us with his top 10 list. So, we now have a complete top 10 list from each of them. Now. Well, here's the problem. Yeah. You did not provide breaks in this episode so you could play The Outsiders and and Radio Song. I have... I have gotten around that because right now 
as we finish the list, what better time to play the Outsiders? And at the end of this episode, what better time to play the full version of Radio Song? As it plays higher on his list than the Outsiders. Well, lay that order, Captain. Because I want you to play your garage band com- uh, comp- combination of uh, Bat Dance and Shiny Happy People. All right. At, at your request, I will do that. It, Nay, this, at my demand. This will be played backwards, just so you know. Here is Bat Dance over Shiny Happy People played backwards, uh, also known as The Outsiders. Here we go. A man walks away when every muscle says to stay How many yesterdays, they each weigh heavy Who says what changes may come? Who says what we call home? I know you see right through me, my luminescence fades The dust provides an antidote, I am not afraid I've been a million times in my mind This is really just a technicality, frailty, reality uh, It's time to breathe, time to believe Let it go and run towards the sea They don't teach that, they don't know what you mean they don't understand, they don't know what you mean They don't get it, I wanna scream I wanna breathe again, I wanna dream I wanna float a quote from Martin Luther King I am not afraid, I am not afraid, I am not afraid I am not afraid, I am not afraid, I am not afraid, I am not afraid sums things up quite nicely i feel like your top 10 list was just given to scott ackerman with some bad songs forced in but if you want to call scott ackerman's taste bad that's really on you i'm I'm quite a fan of his list to be honest (laughs) now now i feel like i've been forced to say something bad and i really didn't in any case uh, we would like to thank Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman, for taking the time out of their very busy, cocaine-fueled lives to, to gift us with their their words of uh, REM wisdom. Yes, and they were, I mean, just in the succinctness of their top ten list, they were still uh, much more erudite than anything we've had to say about REM, uh, this entire podcast, or, or anything in our entire lives. Uh, very edifying, very uh, flippity floofly floff. And I would like to to thank them from the, the bottom of my heart for attempting to advertise our podcast to their their mass of, of great listeners. I, I appreciate that greatly. I have a sinking feeling, um, which is the entire inappropriate word, adjective, for the kind of feeling I'm having, that had I mentioned the podcast name, they would not have said it. Because then it would have seemed too uh, uh, crass. But then I apparently uh, am still living in the year 200 BC where people are bashful about promoting themselves. So, uh, 
Hello. <laughs> I I disagree about the year 200 BC. That that is where the great promoters of our lives were born. That's true. Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Richard Nixon. Mm-hmm. Please go on. Florence Nightingale. Well, uh, I, I I'm I'm out of this conversation. Fred Rogers. Oh, I'm sorry. I mentioned a woman. Uh, one of one of the greatest promoters of all, Les Nesman. Spanky from our gang. Here's a trivia question: Who played Spanky from our gang in Spanky from our gang? Richard Nixon. Try that on ninety-nine percenters, maybe, but I'm not falling for that. Um, yeah, no, I know. Pat's mad at me because I fucked up and didn't mention the name of the podcast. But look, we just mad did. is not the word. It's it's uh, what's the what's the word? Angry. I think that's it. But look, I, I think I made it up to you uh, by decoding Scott Ackerman's list for this podcast. And well, I I think now I owe you, unfortunately. It's it's always going to be the way with the one percenters versus or the one pers versus the uh, ninety nine percenters or the unwashed masses as we call them. I didn't know you had a name for us. Now I feel honored. As well, you should, my son. I never thought the Hundies even thought of us. You've got to stop saying the Hundies. I can't help what we call you. Are we going to do recommendations on this? We, oh. haven't, we haven't done... You know what? Yeah, we will. Uh, I recommend uh, you talking you two to me and Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, man. I left one... Comedy I left, Bang Bang. What'd you say? I wasn't going to recommend Comedy Bang Bang. No, I... I if you think, all right, use, try to use the the minuscule brain power you have and think okay. of maybe something that uh, Scott Ackerman's not involved in but that Adam Scott is involved in that we both like. Huh. It doesn't well, have to be part, a podcast. A party down doesn't exist anymore. Is that what you're thinking of? You're so disappointing to me. So disappointing. Oh, well, I, uh, let me whisper it in your ear. The listeners won't hear. Okay. Parks and recreation. Did you hear me? Well, I, 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 I really hate disagreeing with you, but I think that's Scott Ackerman's deal. Fuck. You're right. He plays Amy Poehler. Oh, I left you in the cold. I apologize. I take back comedy. Bang, bang. I do that's not, okay. I do not recommend comedy. Bang, bang. I'm, I, I'm going to, I think I'll recommend another earwolf podcast i will recommend uh what's the, there's one with jeff garland that i i listened to a few of and that was a lot of fun i don't think they're doing it anymore but there's a bunch to listen to so listen to that by the way jeff in Garland's conversation podcast. with jeff garland yeah and by the I, way in conversation with jeff garland yes that's and it. then i will happily take back comedy bang bang but i also want to recommend comedy bang bang so uh, but they can't say the name of it. what when Comedy Bang Bang, uh, when Adam Scott starts the show, he can't say the name of, of the show. He always says, like, Comedy uh, Bang Bang, but he doesn't say the real name. Like, he says Comedy Bang Bang, but he's trying to say Comedy Bang Bang, and he can't say it. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a funny joke. It's a, I, I think it's a joke mm-hmm. that maybe only us one-pers get, but, it's yeah, it's, it, it's good. It's high hilarity. Right. Speaking of right, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Uh, like fish. us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes. Tell your friends to listen. 
and send us ideas to that email address with stuff you want to talk about. Usually we take something from the past and compare it to something in the present or something from the past and compare it to the something in the further past. But this episode was a bonus, so we didn't do that. But that's the purpose of the name. Yeah. Anyway, and, listen, uh, listen I, more. Uh, and yeah, whatever John's going to say. Yeah. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. We don't give a fat fucking shit. We'll have anybody on. So, uh... Except small children, because uh, they don't like curse words. Small children love curse words. But we just don't like small children, Pat's trying to put a, a brave face. Or, not a brave face. Oh, see, just hanging out with you is making me dumber. Hey, he's trying to put a, uh, a pretty face on on our total dislike of, of children, our utter contempt. For I was attempting to put lipstick on a pig, which uh, therefore means I was a trying, attempting to apply lipstick to myself. And, and it worked out quite well. That'll do. So until next time, goodbye, everybody. You fucked up, bro. Hey, I can't find nothing on the radio. Uh, you'll turn to that station.
Hey, hey. 